listen to mama.com You might not go to hell Mind of Man, Mind of God, number 95, and I'm pretty sure I got it right for a change. It's August the 10th, 2008, the 19th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Well, that's I, good. What? Well, it, I mean, good that you got it right this time. <laughs> well, I hope so. Did I say 95? You said 95. I think that's yeah. right. I think that's right. 95 shows. Isn't that amazing? It's just amazing. I'll bet people have listened to at least six or seven of them. You know, at least. <laughs> at least. If not, if not eight. If not nine, perhaps. Perhaps. So. so what's happening, man? How you been? I've been okay. I was in South Bend yeah. last few days at my sister's 25th wedding anniversary. It was yeah. my um, third divorce anniversary yesterday. So. <laughs> uh, quite, quite the confluence of um, dates there. There you go. So, well, your sister kind of have a she had a starter marriage too, didn't she? She did. Yeah. So it's your problem with your starter marriage lasted twenty five years. Yeah, so. just about. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, that persistence is a good thing, and sometimes, sometimes it ain't so good. Sometimes not so much. That's true. <laughs> and sometimes you know, if, if you're going the wrong direction, sometimes the best thing to do is stop the car and turn it around. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Instead of saying, "Well, maybe it'll get better, or I'll end up in the right place," you know, you just sometimes when you're driving into like a bad neighborhood, just like, "Well, maybe it's going to get better. Maybe I'm going to exactly. get out of here." Sometimes you're in, wind up going in, walking into the desert, and there's rattlesnakes all around, or something. Well, what's wrong with that? Well, I was just saying, <laughs> I I might want to just turn around and you know, I don't know, get a jeep or something. <laughs> Just gotta have boots. Gotta have your high cowboy boots. That's true. Get my cowboy boots on. That, that's what that's what they were made for out here. Well, you know what? They, I got some cowboy boots, and right on the box, it was a picture of a rattlesnake hanging on yeah. to them with a guy prying them off. There you go. With a brand of iron. <laughs> I have some of those. That happens every day out here. It happens all the time. I believe you. It happens all the time. I didn't believe you before, but now I believe you. <laughs> There's some little snake out here. Last night or two nights ago, there was something on the front porch, and I, by the time I looked at it, it was like it was you know it was going like like sideswinder kind of thing. So I thought, oh, maybe it's one of those things. But then I had to go in and get a flashlight, look for it, and the thing had disappeared. So wherever you know, it's probably in my closet now or something. Just in your boot or something. In my shoes, you know, just waiting for me to put my foot in there. Put my foot in it, so to speak. Something. But anyway, so you had a good time up in South Bend, or you said it was interesting? That was happened? good. We we did a lot of family, and I was thinking of coming home yesterday, but Mike was hanging with his cousins, and they went up to the lake, uh, South Haven. and So I said, okay, I don't really need to be home, so I came back this morning. Good to spend time with family. They know who you are. They know your bullshit and all exactly that stuff. Right. So. Yeah. Speaking of knowing bullshit, see that's that's why I'm making you do this read this uh, show, even though it's ten o'clock at night in my house here. Really? Because there's, I went, there's, I went to, yeah, I went to mass and heard the readings, and I thought that the guy didn't say anything good. Well, he had a great opportunity. These readings, these were all about you know 
faith and listening to that small, still voice. I love that reading. See, he didn't even mention it. He he did say one or two things that, that I thought, okay, well, that's useful data. But he told some goofy story. I don't know. But see, here's the thing. Yeah, this first reading, I just love this one, right? About how go out and look for the Lord and be passing by, right? And a strong and heavy wind came and crushing the rocks. And But the Lord was not in the wind. And then there was a big earthquake and and the Lord was not in the earthquake. And then there was a huge fire. I think it's really like a conflagration, you know, a big fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. And after fire, there was a tiny whispering sound. And when he heard this, Elijah hid his face in his cloak. Because he, he could tell that was, you know, that, that that's... And that, that always gets me, that whole... You're always looking for the big, you know... Man- the big production, the big Hollywood production. Exactly. The fireworks and the... Moses parting the waters. Exactly. The searchlights and the laser show... Mm-hmm. And and it does, you know, get you going, get you excited, but it doesn't touch your soul. It's that tiny wish. When you hear that, you go, oh, wow, that's it. And he knew. You know? How do you know when the tiny whisper is that and the tiny whisper is just your ego talking? What's the difference? It's a good question. The... We've sort of said this before. Teresa Vavila says uh, the voice is distinct. I mean, it's very clear and it doesn't fade. Mm-hmm. You know, she says if you hear something like if you hear a magic answer in your head, how can you tell if it where it came from? Mm-hmm. Well, if it fades or you forget it or something, that didn't come from God. <laughs> I mean, she says when you hear the message. It's clear and lucid and, you know, persistent. Mm, so, persistent, too. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's, but, but it's not loud. Not necessarily loud. It's more like, a, hey, it's like, it's, like, it's like if I talk to you and I know you, Dave, and I say something that, you know, you know it's the truth. <laughs> right. Kind of a thing. So you can't just blow it off because it's too true. Mm-hmm. You know, it's too real. Yeah, I can't deny that kind of thing. So. It has it has that feeling of truth. It has that, it, it like God, rings true or something. It has that, that everlastingness to it, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So. I wonder if I've ever had that. I don't know. But, well, I think I probably haven't ignored it, you know, many times. You might have, like you say, that that to me is one of the big problems with, you know, our culture. There's so much crap that you miss this small whispering voice mm-hmm. because it's being, you know, inundated. Yeah, it's being overwhelmed by all the other noise, so you don't ever empty. <laughs> your space of the bullshit so that you can actually hear this voice. I think the voice is there almost all the time. Really? And and almost we almost never listen for it. So Oh, that's a daunting thought. Well it's there almost all the time and we're constantly turning away from it. We're not turning away from it. We're not listening. We don't even hear it because we're busy with crap. You know, there's all this noise and we pay attention to the noise, the big noise. Mm-hmm. 
And so therefore, this truth that is being broadcast, you know, on the lower band, you just never hear. Mm. But that doesn't mean it isn't there. <laughs> so. Well, so you got to get quiet, I guess, huh? That's why people meditate, I guess. Meditate and pray. Quiet your head and your heart and your soul so that you can hear. There was a lot of the message. Jesus said that a lot. Listen, those who have ears to hear or something, right? Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean that people don't have them. It means they're not using them or they're, you know, wasting them on, I don't know, video games or something. (laughs) If you always got a noise in your head, you're not going to hear that sound so that seems even more so not to be a cranky uh, middle-aged uh, old man or something but it seems like we're sort of constantly plugged into media today too whether it's true videos cell phones pdas that's why our job is to provide media that actually tries to echo that voice <laughs> or media that says stop listening to this media and for 10 minutes. <laughs> Turn everything off. That's right. Go out and look at the stars and don't play a song while you're doing it. <laughs> yeah, I know. People have a difficult time communing with nature, too, I found this. Yeah. That it's, uh, they get intimidated by it. They want to fill it up with something else. It's hard to just sit and be. I, I was intimidated by the nature around your house, but, you know. <laughs> well... True, but you know, I, I, I just think about that. I mean, God created that too. I know. So, and people go to the desert all the time for spiritual enlightenment. That's true. I mean, that's you know. So there's there's probably something in it, you know. Even if um, well, I'm not saying that it isn't. I'm just saying that you have to get past the scary part. Well, sure. Right. So. But I, you know, it's scary I, too. You know. Hmm. The beach scary. is scary too. That's, oh, yeah. that's that's the gospel reading today. Nature's scary. The water. Beach is scary. <laughs> Not just the desert is scary. Also the beaches. The water's going to destroy you. Exactly. Wait, was, okay, he, okay, I was up at South Haven actually, and 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 it, the, the winds. We were going to go sailing, mm-hmm. but but the winds were too. They were too wild. I mean, yeah. The surf was crashing up. We said we can't take the boat out in that. And, and and actually, my sister Janet was up there Tuesday, and they were a bunch of they watched like five or six water spouts. That were, really? Yeah. So they were like tornadoes over the thing. They weren't. You know, they were out there. So your but, physical reality was paralleling the scripture this week. Kind of. Yeah. Real rocky waters. Exactly. They were crashing in, and it was, and that's what Janet said when. They had these water spots. There was also this huge undertow. You know, Lake Michigan, it's big. You don't want to get sucked out there. <laughs> That'd be so, bad. Yeah, so they didn't go into water, but they watched these because it was cool. So. Mm. Interesting. But, but that's Wait. part of the second reading here, right? That sure. Jesus, that was the only thing that I thought that the priest said that was worth a damn today. Mm-hmm. He said, well, he said, uh, you know, it said that, because this is a reading actually immediately following last week's reading, which was where he feeds the 5,000. Sure. And the people are all there. And then he said, after he fed the people, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go across the thing. And he dismissed the crowds. Then he went up the mountain by himself to pray. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the, this is what I thought the priest, this was. So here's Jesus up in the mountain. 
and here's the disciples out on the water. He says, you know, they were really far apart. And, she, and what he said was, he says, oh, and he could tell what was happening to the disciples because he was talking to God. And I'm sitting there saying, if he's up in the mountain looking at the sea, he can see. You know, God don't have to tell him. <laughs> you can see that storm over the water. It is a problem. But I'm just saying, I mean, okay, yeah, God might have told him, but I think that was bullshit. I mean, you know, that was kind of a... In reality, I mean, he painted a nice picture, and then he screwed it up, in my opinion. Like, oh. man, you know, God gave you his own, you know, personal little video screen to say, oh, look what's happening to the disciples. Right. I'm going, you're an idiot. If you're on a mountain looking, you can see a storm, right, like where you are. You right. can see a storm That's 20 cool. miles away, right? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so, anyway. Uh, well, but then Peter, Peter kind of got kind of halfway there, didn't he? Well, see here, and here's the other thought, the part that I thought. I thought that Jesus was having a good time then. He said, "Yeah, those guys are probably all crying." So it was like, it'd be like, uh, you know, ice skating on the water. He came walking across the water. But if it was truly, you know, big surf and crashing things, that should have been kind of fun. You know what I'm saying? Oh, sure. It'd be like a ride, sort of. Right. Because <laughs> you wouldn't just be walking. It wouldn't be a board. You know, it'd be like the, the ground is. Maybe it was like surfing. Yeah, kind of, you know. I think that'd be fun. Oh, yeah. But he's having a good time, and these guys are scared shitless, because it must have... And, and here's the other thing the priest said that I thought was not totally stupid, he said. And these guys were fishermen, right? So they were used to being out at sea. So it must have been a really bad storm for them to be scared, right? Sure. I said, okay. But so they were scared, and, and here's Jesus, you know, gliding across the water, having a good time, doing half pipes and stuff, you know. <laughs> I have dreams like that where I'm walking on water. Really? Mm-hmm. Don't you? No. Well, I've had several dreams like that. <laughs> Past life memory, apparently. But you, know. Yeah. but, you know, yeah, so then Peter says, let me go out there. And, and you know, then you get that whole... Krista said, I was just talking to her before you called. And she said she went to the 8.45 this morning and the bishop was there. And she said, oh, he, she liked his sermon. It was about how, you know... He had his eyes on Jesus when he went in there. As long as he kept his eyes on God, he didn't. He was safe, and then he noticed the bad things around him, and you know, and he, then he got scared. Mm. Okay, and I'm like, okay, maybe that's one point to make. But I, I was more of the, I would take the tact of, yeah, but here's here's the real message, in my opinion. Okay. That. So. It's a stormy thing, and Jesus is, you know, la da 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 scooting out there. And and the point, and my point is that Peter said, I mean, hey, Jesus, let me come out there with you. And he said, okay. <laughs> but but the point is that was that so when you go out there, you can't be afraid. I mean, they're saying, oh, keep your eyes on Jesus, and it'll all be good. And I'm like, yeah, okay, but. I'm thinking the message is it's going to be stormy, right? Sure. And, and Jesus will save you. So just cut that shit out being, you know, all nervous. I mean, if you're going to jump off the boat, understand that the waters are going to be choppy. And But look, you can do this. You, you're, you got to go from the man, right? Mm-hmm. He said, do it. So you're doing it. And then and then just buy it, which is sort of what Jesus was saying. But you know, when you 
put in this namby-pamby milk toast kind of shit. Uh, oh, just look at the little picture of Jesus and it'll all be fine. No, it's still going to be, you know, you're going to be out there surfing now <laughs> in the waves. But the point is that it, that's okay. You know, enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. That that would be the point I was making. Now I have another point. What what's your point, Dan? Well, I think that what it means here's, to me is that it's it because I always think Peter is kind of, he's kind of like the uh, Sancho Panza or something of the uh, yeah Bible. It's like he's kind of the human person in there that with human foibles, and I think is that it's a, it's an illustration of the fact that. Yeah, sometimes you're going to be full of faith, and look, you're going to be able to walk on water. And then sometimes you're going to lose your faith, and you're going to fall, and you're going to go underwater. But then you're going to, you have to, you call out, and then you'll be okay. So I think it's 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 a, to me it was a recognition of the fact that, yeah, sometimes it's going to be good, sometimes it's not. You're not going to be, you're not going to do it perfect, but you're still going to be okay. That that was my message from it. What I when, from it. That's true. I mean, that's I agree with that too. That yeah, if you fall, Jesus invited you out here, so He's gonna save you. Mm-hmm. But I still think that you know I'm not disagreeing with what you said. But but right, I'm, I'm saying hmm? not disagreeing with what you said either. Yeah, I'm just saying though that it's it's sort of both. It's that right. get out there and you know. Go for the gusto, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then if you fail, get up and do it again. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, if you go, oh, crap, and get scared, okay. You know, go have a beer <laughs> and then get out there again. So. Did they have beer back then? They had wine. I don't they had know. wine. When was beer invented? Boy, Dave, I, I'm not a beer guy, but. I think it's the Middle Ages. You know, it's like German, kind of an English thing. Well, the Germans have a lot of beer, too. But maybe, oh, yeah, that's true. Maybe it was a... What were Germanic tribes? Maybe they came up with it. It was a grain thing rather than a grape thing. You know, any way you can make alcohol. Yeah. I don't right. know. We could look up the history of beer, I'm sure. that. Uh, when the first beer? Who drank the first beer? I don't know. I think it's old. I, I don't got think the first DUI, too. I wonder who that is doing the history of beer. Yeah. Maybe it was Sancho Panza. Or Who put the first lampshade on their head? You know, at the yeah. party due to beer. All these things I'd like to know. But anyways, that's a digression from our point. Our point here. <laughs> I don't know how we can digress from a rant, Dave. Okay, that's good. Oh, I think that, I think that's possible. Um, so I'm done. You can say something erudite now. So I just no, bitch. erudite. Oh no no I I you know, I just thought these were good I I like that first reading too to me it was that one um you know it's it's interesting just it's a very profound statement of human freedom and God's how God speaks to people and all that sort of thing so yeah I think that was really good very described very um, poetically so and then the the second reading yeah, I thought they were both good I thought they were both very Good messages. That's all I had. I didn't really have much more. Now, what was the middle reading? There was something. Yeah, I'm looking at it. It's Romans nine. It, <laughs> it says what, brother? This is Paul yapping because that's right. Sometimes he gets annoying. 
I don't know. It says, My conscience joins with the Holy Spirit in bearing me witness that I have great sorrow and constant anguish in my heart. How uplifting. Right. You know? <laughs> I don't know. I didn't they did, they I threw didn't, that one in there, huh? Well, it's, I think we're going in sequence maybe, but... I'm, just, I'm sure there's some good stuff in it, but it didn't really hit me. So I didn't throw you. Not really. Maybe another day it would, but... Well, all right. That's all I got. That's all. You anything else? No, I'm good. Need to know. Well, we didn't talk about what this has to do with not having sex or foosball or any of that stuff. <laughs> Let's be honest, Dave. We don't have sex or foosball or, you know, what was the other thing that we don't have? I don't know. Um, money. <laughs> good point. <laughs> if there's a connection. You think so? If we had more money, we'd have more sex. And then we could play foosball. Um... <laughs> or we wouldn't care if we played foosball. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. You know the Olympics are going on though. That's true. Have you seen any of them? I'm not interested in the Olympics. Have you seen any of it? Not a bit. I usually watch water polo because I used to play. Oh yeah. But that's usually not in prime time, so I have a hard time getting it. It's like most things. It kind of it's kind of lost its magic for me because of so much, there's so much spectacle and so much you know that's hype. True. Yeah, I don't really, you know, almost anything gets turned into some type of extravaganza. Oh yeah, I shouldn't say this, but but that that was actually sort of my uh, the thought was going through my head when I heard the first reading, you know. Yeah. The, the, oh, the, the, about the Olympics? No, about the hype in the church, you know, the, the winds and the earthquake and the fire and the voice was still in the tiny, you know. Guy was in a little thing. Right. I think the church is because the church is trying to be, you know, be that flashy, big, you know, tell me what to do, big rules. Mm-hmm. I'm important. Flash, you know, fire, storm, wind, and I'm going. You know what? The real truth is still in that tiny whispering sound. So. Amen, brother. Amen. We're All right. All right. So that's it for today, folks. <laughs> a rant. And yeah, a we, to listen. Actually, we actually sort of did like what we normally say we're going to do on the show as opposed to what we normally do. <laughs> so that's good. Okay. I think that's a good thing. Well, I hope everyone has a good week. Me too. Get out there and listen to that small, still voice. Yeehaw. Turn out, turn the volume down. Later. Ciao for now. You can make it. Shoot it. Momog.com.